I'm Heather Irvine, and you're listening to Episode 2 of As Recommended. Episode 1 of As Recommended featured an eclectic mix of guests that helped tell my story of production experience and fortitude. As a standalone episode, As Recommended has been downloaded over 1,500 times from all over the world and from a myriad of different electronic devices. This episode is different. This time we discuss why I should not be considered for employment. And it's not what you think. Perspective is dynamic. Have a listen and decide for yourself if you want me on your team. In the summer of 2020, just after I'd achieved my master's at Eastern Michigan University in April, professional opportunities were dry and difficult to come by. So I made my own. With over two years of reflection on this upcoming interview, it is clear to me how I have evolved into a confident, impassioned, lively, and creative college instructor. I've written several syllabi that I'm really proud of, and they've proven to be extremely successful. And I have data to back that up. This production acts as an audio recommendation segment, and in this edition, I talk with a noteworthy member of my endorsement council, Dr. Dennis Patrick O'Grady. Dennis, this is Heather. Hey, hi. Hi, my name is Dennis Patrick O'Grady. I am a professor in the communication program at Eastern Michigan University, and I know Heather quite well. Uh, As an undergrad, I was her academic advisor, and then in graduate school, I had her in two of my courses, and I also served as the chair of her project committee. Anything for me, any reasons why an employer should not consider hiring me? Uh, Heather is a really good writer. She, she writes incredibly well. And she always submitted her papers like early. She was one of the few students in the class that submitted her paper before the deadline. In fact, most students submitted it after the deadline. So because she always set the bar for what I was expecting in a paper, and often she exceeded what I was expecting in the paper, I always started by reading her paper first. (laughs) And, you know, it just got a little repetitive or a little boring, having to always read her paper first in the (laughs) That's true. For me, I stress out if I am not on top of it. In production, it's a lot about pre-production, being ready, um, and having that done so I could scoot that behind me, you know, hit submit and start moving on to the next thing. So for me, that's important. I had so much fun thinking about your class. I'd be out running with my dog and thinking about your class and how I was going to attack a certain project. That was really fun for me. Loved it. Oh, good. Yeah. good. And, that's, and you can see that. I can see that, right? Yeah. I can see that in, in your contributions and your performance in class. And I mean, there's, that's what you want as a professor, right? Yeah. I mean, you want like you who are, you know, engaged and enthusiastic and interested and want to learn. And that's, that's the whole, that's why we do this. Yes. So uh, one of the, the challenges with having Heather as a student is that she was always thoroughly prepared for class. 
So I would give a pretty fair amount of reading every week. And she would not only do the reading, but she would have notes about the reading. And she would always have something intelligent and insightful and thought-provoking to say about what we read. And that really put pressure on me as a professor. <laughs> because <laughs> that made me feel like I have to come up with something <laughs> thought-provoking and insightful to say about the reading. And I have to be just as prepared as Heather was always prepared for my class. Any other reasons why I shouldn't, uh, why employers should not consider me? Yes, I have, I have one okay. more. So I'm, I'm saying this as someone who teaches and does research in interpersonal communication and, and thinks that I have pretty good interpersonal communication skills myself. But uh, Heather is incredibly friendly and warm and a lot of the students in the class uh, became her friend and looked up to her and saw her as a mentor now she's still she's still always professional she's always mature but she just generates this positivity and this warmth that is really appealing um, and it's such a, a joy to have someone like that in class on one hand but on the other hand it makes me feel a little inadequate. <laughs> 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 I'm the one teaching this stuff. And she's, she embodies everything that I teach about it. <laughs> oh, my God. And I didn't that's... Teach she came in with those. <laughs> that's one of the greatest sound bites ever. This is so interesting because, you know, it usually comes back to a story, right? Because I'm a storyteller. And... I was running a I was running a half marathon once and I was just going about my business. I, it was a beautiful morning and I just wanted to hit like an eight minute pace and and I did. I did really well hitting like an eight minute pace. You know, it was really great until someone tapped me on the shoulder right after the race ended and he says, "You know what? I was following you the entire race because I w- liked your pace and you were so consistent and just kept going." And thank you for helping to pace me. But it occurred to me in that moment that a lot of the time that when we're just doing what we're doing and trying to be good at what we're trying to do or what we're focusing on, that we are pacing other people, that we are, that they're looking at us for how they can be too and how they can keep up and how they can stay right in stride. And that's Mm -hmm. what I say to you that with this, with what you just said, I think you pace the class in that respect. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And I, I think it also reveals that you sometimes don't realize the impact that you have on other Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Yeah, and I just, I'm just going to add one oh, more. Yeah, go for it. Um, it. Just relevant to what you're just saying is, uh, I would say that you uh, are very rhetorically sensitive in the, the best way, right? That you're you're really good at kind of uh, picking up on the, the cues of the people around you and the situation that you're in and you're you know adapting it so you are, are sensitive to what other people need or don't need at particular points in time. Wow. That's pretty cool. Guess what? That's making mm-hmm. it in the show. Well, thank you so much, Dennis. I, I look forward to, to working on this podcast and, and listening to this back. I'm, I'm really excited about it. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. You're awesome, man. Best of luck and have a good rest Thanks, of the Thanks, you as well. Enjoy the rest of this gorgeous day. All right, okay. Dennis. Take care, okay? All right. Alrighty.
Thank you, too. Bye. Bye. Well, that was amazing. Thank you so much, Dennis. Thank you for listening to Episode 2 of As Recommended. Production is in the doing, and I'm hungry for more. I am in blossom mode, just beginning to reap what I've sown. Either get on board or move over. This interview was conducted on an MXL condenser microphone, a Zoom H6 interface, and edited with Adobe Audition. A huge thanks to my friend and mentor, Dr. Dennis Patrick O'Grady. Thanks for playing along. I'm Heather Irvine, and this is As Recommended.